Hello there! Are you ready to have some fun? This is the story of Rawl's Adventures, starring Ashley McLean as Rawl, the raccoon that always has some kind of scheme up his sleeve, Eli Royal as Doc, the impulsive and kind of bonkers guy that lives in the park, and hosted by Jason Hobbs. Come have a listen and a laugh! Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I am not your host, Eli, playing Doc. I'm Ashley, and I'm playing Rawl. And I'm Jason, and I am your host for this episode, which is brought to you by Shower Thoughts. They're brilliant. (laughs) They're oddly clean. Where are they? Not always. (laughs) You'll never know. You're right, you will never know. Ah, get out of my head. (laughs) Anyway, so when we last left off, our adventurers, Rawl and Doc, had managed to do the great double cross on a massive uh, corporate douchebag, well, more like landlord douchebag, known as Clarence Chadwick, the chattest of all chads, <laughs> um, where they successfully made off with a diamond that he had stolen from another aristocrat-like gentleman by the name of Gerald Florence, who is a rather wealthy tiefling who likes to stay uh, secluded in his mansion. And uh, when we last left off, they were discussing the terms of their payments by this individual for recovering uh, a most prized possession of his, a fist-sized diamond worth a thousand gold that uh, may or may not house the soul of his wife, as the rumor goes. And when we left off, he was actually having his servants prepare dinner or for you all. And with that... I'm going to turn my phone off so Eli stops interrupting my train of thought. Because <laughs> like every time you do that, my phone buzzes. Anyway. Just hurl it across the room. I can't use Yeet! that. I don't want to break it. Put it on um, silent. It is, but it vibrates because it's an iPhone. I have anyway. an iPhone too. Okay, yeah, but sorry. Anyway, regardless, you're, you're, you're <laughs> currently sitting at this imposing dining table at the head of which is this very lonely tiefling in a, a very, very nice suit. Um, and it's just you two and him in this dim-lit dining room with, I mean, there are drinks and they're good, but how to describe it? It tastes like if you had your favorite beverage in the whole wide world, but something was just a little bit different about it. Like mm-hmm. someone used corn syrup instead of sugar. Yeah, because like you have drinks and he doesn't tell you what they are. He's just like, it's drink. <laughs> I don't know. Drink it. And again, <laughs> well, uh... it's, it, it is uh, slightly off. It is comfortable, though. It is it is it is welcoming. It's just not not quite right. Raleigh takes a sip of it and just kind of makes a face. And it's just like, well, uh, this is uh, I don't like this. this. Inter- oh, God, what he said. Oh, Gerald okay. just furrows his brow and he's like, oh, uh, hold on. Uh, yes, can you, can you send these back, please? And try again, only, only a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, a little more of that. And, and you can't hear the other end of the conversation. And, uh, uh basically what happens is this tray just floats on into the room uh, with two new drinks. Uh, wait, we're all just like, uh, how? I gotta know oh, how invisible. you do that. Uh, uh, magic. Okay. That makes sense. 
here you go, Dan. And I just put a bunch of... I, I don't put a plate on the floor. I just dump a bunch of food onto the floor. And Dan just starts scarfing it. That's Dave. Oh, yeah. I'm Dan yeah. in another life. David. <laughs> That's why I was confused a little bit. Listen, um, there are a lot of D names floating around right now. See, so you, you start oh. feeding Dave the wolfhound, uh, the dire wolf. Yeah. And, and uh, eventually food does arrive. Um, it starts off with the first course, which is essentially just breadsticks, just garlic breadsticks and uh, garlic sauce. Some sort of mm. uh, tomato-based dipping liquid. And Gerald looks at you and is like, so, down to business, I suppose. What ex- Why exactly did you do this for me? And what exactly were you expecting it to get out of it? Well, at first we were just trying to get paid from uh, Chadwist, and then we got sidetracked and just wanted to screw him over. And Gerald kind of shrugs and nods. Oh, wait. That. Yeah, no, we need you to buy the land that he wants to buy, and then promise the people who live on it that they get to stay there forever. Yeah. Chadwick's kind of a douche. Yeah, that'll make oh, him yes. real mad. Yeah. I suppose I could do that for you. Um, there is also I, I will I will consider that as part of the compensation for returning a most priceless possession of mine. However, I feel you should also get paid for the material value as well. I mean it's it is worth quite a lot on its own. Shall we say about oh five hundred gold each? That sounds uh sounds yeah, okay. pretty reasonable. Yeah. He kinda makes a mental note, pulls out just unfurls a parchment out of nowhere, lays it down, starts scribbling on it, double checks it, makes sure all the wording's right, turns it over to you. Sign here, here, and initial here. I gotta double check. What are you asking me to sign? A confirmation of payment for services rendered. I don't normally sign contracts. That's what this is. But I want my money, so let me go ahead and sign this. Doc, go ahead and sign it, too. Well, thank God okay. this guy is out of the demon game. That would be bad. <laughs> I just imagine Doc's signature is just some, like, random scribble of some sort. It's actually a very elegant uh, script. Are you serious? Yes. I, I actually had to double check whether or not Doc was literate. And he is. And uh, oh, you- Rawls... Looks like absolute chicken scratch. <laughs> well, you, you sign it, and, and and as you initial, two bags of gold just materialize out of the ether and plop down on the table. Rawl does that thing that trash pandas do when they get really excited. <laughs> they just kind of like... Starts rubbing like, his hands together? Yes! They start rubbing his hands together, and it's like, yes! <laughs> and he grabs it and just kind of puts it into his, like, pouch. Here well, you go, David. Hold on to this for me. Gerald just kind of looks at you like, are you giving the direwolf the sack of... Okay. Oh yeah, no, he's much better with finances than I am. That's why his name is on our lease. Rawls like, uh... Sorry, go ahead. No, he just shrugs and goes, I guess that makes sense. Hey, David, you want to give me that money? I can, uh, I can, uh, keep that safe for you. Rawl, Rawl reaches over, but he has to kind of reach past the food to get to the bag, so David growls at him. <laughs> like, ah! And it's right. at this point that the second course arrives, which is uh, a very finely cut steak. Here you go, buddy. And again, I don't put a plate on the floor, I just like, scrape food onto the floor. 
he actually has a a raw steak specifically for Dave. Yeah. So it doesn't get his tum tum sick. <laughs> well, Rawls eating like an like a trash panda would eat, so it is not pleasant. There's a little there's this a little bowl of water for him to drop everything eat. in. <laughs> and yes, and it, your host doesn't look disgusted. He 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 just looks. I want to say confused, but more like he's just like, well, this is unusual. This is way better than the trash I normally get. And I've eaten at some of the finest restaurants in town. I'd hope it would be. It was prepared by the finest chefs in the whole, well... This tastes like Jerome. Was this Jerome? Jerome. What? Yeah, he's a steer from the the meat market. Pretty nice guy, but uh, he's trying to make it as a singer, and frankly, he just wasn't very good at it. Well, if he wasn't very good at it, I could see why he would end up on the table, Doc. I... Don't know the name of the cow. Uh should I ask for that? Yeah, I'll find out later. And he just again he shrugs. Well, Ross if everything if everything is in order, you are welcome to spend the night if you'd like. But otherwise, if our business is concluded. I mean stay like Yeah, I gotta I get had... back to the park. I haven't yelled at squirrels in a while. I think my boss might fire me. I he again mean... gives you that quizzical look of like you're weird, <laughs> but I'm not going to say anything about it, because that's rude. <laughs> I am too polite to mention how fucking nuts you are. Well, it's also like Gerald's seen his own fair share of weirdness, so he's not hes not like, oh god, it's like, well, this is the next level. Doc, are you sure your boss can't handle one day of not needing you? Because uh, this place is pretty nice. Other than the, the dimly litness of it. Uh, yeah, that is creepy. But Rawls only. Well, we've already been a day, you know. I'm just saying, I, I don't think I can do two and keep my job. What am I going to do? Be an adventurer full time? Come on, that's not a career. I mean, you. C- I guess you- that's what we're. Uh, that's what we were trying to do, weren't we? I thought we were just getting some money. Ah, true. All right, Doc, you're right. <laughs> All right. Well, I gotta go, and Doc gets up and leaves and. David follows him, and they both just leave that bag of coins on the floor. <laughs> Rawl scoops it up on the way out, <laughs> and Gerald just kind of nods, and and as you and gives you a wave goodbye, and he's like, well, "Good luck, have fun with whatever it is you do." <laughs> Thanks for the scratch and the food. My pleasure. And, <laughs> and 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 as you leave, the doors just slowly creak open, and the can and the uh. The weird electric electric candlelight snuffs itself out bit by bit behind you. He's a very nice person. He's just kind of creepy. I don't know why that reminds me of Beauty and the Beast, but it just does. A uh, lonely aristocrat <laughs> living with his servants. Yeah, he's just not mean. Who made who made? Well, the the Beast made one mistake, and also, if you remember correctly, he was like twelve or something. He was ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. But he was very angry when he met uh, Bell. Anyways. Anyway. Angsty <laughs> teenager, what'd you expect? Ah, uh, true. Anyway. Angsty. He's, a, he's a 21-year-old who's been isolated for 11 years, except for without people parents. who have to work for him. Yeah. All right, this is true. Anyway. That's why he's not mean. Enough about uh, Disney films that try and make you feel guilty for the wrong reasons. <laughs> and and as you as you leave... And begin walking back through this district, 
you see two guards escorting this very, very loud gentleman. Um, like, get your hands off of me. Get your hands off. I, do you know who I am? And like, yes, yes, we know who you are. We have plenty of evidence to turn you in. Come on. Come on. And he's like, but I didn't do it. They were forged. They were, I, I swear they were faked. They, they must have been faked. They had to have been faked. And then he, he turns to you and you recognize it as Clarence Chadwick. And he just glares at you and he goes, there, there they are, officers. There. Only he can't point because his hands are behind his back and they're currently tied up. He's like, there, there, there they are, officers. Those are the men who, who stole from me. They, they're the one who framed me. And they kind of, hey, Chuck, they kind of take a look at you and they kind of take a look back at him. And then they just start laughing. <laughs> and they're like, really, dude? Really? These two guys stole from you? That That's the wacko who hangs out at the park yelling at squirrels, and that's just... Yeah, I was a burglar the other day. I mean, do you say that out loud? Of course I do. <laughs> oh, God. Raul puts his hand on his heart and is like, I would never steal from anyone, and Doc doesn't know what he's talking about. He just and- yells at squirrels in the Heart, poor guy. Make a persuasion roll. <laughs> this is just going to be a quick moment where you get to see what has happened to Chad, but now it's starting to become an issue. Uh, I got a three. Um, so you say that, and then Doc goes, but no, we were burglars the other night. We robbed just, a place, the guy's secretary helped us. Raul just glares at him and talks out the point, side of his mouth. At that point, the like, guard looks very interested, and and like the, the the secretary helped you. Oh yeah, although it was really the chipmunks that told us the layout that helped. God, uh, make a persuasion roll as well. <laughs> uh, this is more for that last bit you added <laughs> to see if they think you're oh, crazy. Oh, I'm gonna spend a Benny. Mm-hmm. There we go. Oh, That's okay. a ten. They think you're absolutely nuts and keep walking. We're all just clear. It's like once they walk away, just, just okay. Bye. We're all just looks at Doc and is like, "You, uh, you, we really got to teach you when when to say things, Doc." <laughs> and and you can you can hear uh you can hear Chadwick in the distance yelling, I'll get my lawyer! You'll hear from me! You'll never hear the end! And the guard's just like, oh, shut up. I'd like to see that guy get a lawyer. I mean, he, he has a lot of money. True. Yeah, Doc goes, oh, he can get a lawyer, but I mean, how are they going to serve summons to the park? I've got the best turkey lawyer there is. The guy used to be a rich dude. <laughs> oh my god. Alphys. <laughs> Oh, you know his son, Adolphus? Yeah, uh, I mean, Adolphus has, doesn't he have uh, that cow, too? Is that the cow you were talking about that was trying to be a stinger? No, 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 no. Adolphus has that dog that he tried to get hanged for, you know, breaking laws. Oh, yeah, yeah. Poor dog. He just wasn't raised right, you know? I mean, Adolphus, he didn't have a good father figure, at least before his dad got turned into a turkey. You know, he died and he came back as a turkey. Yeah. Uh, much better father figure then, but it was too late by then. Adolphus Pretty- didn't know how to be a father to that dog. And we're just walking away. We're- <laughs> yep, yep. And and as and then you, like, you happen to walk by his actual estate, because it's also in this part of town. 
and you see Ari uh, Varn, the the kobold that helped you, and she's just there's a sign up front that's scribbled in, and it says yard sale, all must go, and it's just all of the trinkets in the cabinets. That's amazing. Oh, cool! Everything has to go, and Doc just walks over and picks up one of the tables and just starts walking away. I mean, she just just oh hey guys, uh, Jack. Uh, huh? Sure, sure, you can keep that. I don't. I mean, you help. You did help me a lot, so. We're all just looking at him like most, yeah, mo- most people have to pay for that, but uh, I- I- I'll count that as paid. Doc, do you actually want the things that are on that table, or you want to huh? look around? Oh yeah, there is stuff on that table. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of just various, really gaudy knickknacks. No, I was just thinking this would make a really good roof. Uh, I mean, you can also have the table, I guess. We're all just like, man, I got we gotta. We gotta make a little place for you. This is this is getting a little out of control, man. Nah, nah. See, just uh, break these legs off, lean it up against one of the trees. I can, uh, I can get me some some old shirts. Make a nice that's little ca- curtain. That's called a lean to, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we can look in the dumpsters later for your curtains. All right. We'll, we'll get that set up for you. You're a Dr. good friend, Rawl. And. Thanks. What do you guys spend the next couple of days doing? Uh, I I really want to. I feel like I feel like Rawls just going to be out perusing the town, like trying to cause some type of debauchery. Okay, but I'm not one hundred percent sure what that that would be. And I feel like Doc would just probably be in the park. Oh, Doc gets into a fist fight with a dog. Does he win? I mean, no. obviously Doc wins. No, this dog fights dirty. He kicked a bunch of sand into Doc's eyes. Oh, God. Doc. But I have access to the thing. So give me a moment. <sighs> yeah. Because I remember that it was shared with me. <laughs> I just have to open it up. Open it up. Open uh, it that's up. all geography stuff. Vamp! <laughs> Vamp so, what you're uh, doing these next couple of days while I find this document. Well, we're we're definitely. I'm, I'm sure that Doc gets pulled into whatever debauchery Rawl gets involved in, mm-hmm. and there's probably a bar fight or two. Yeah, I just imagine that Rawl would just because Doc is like kind of the <laughs> he's the muscle. Honestly, I feel like Rawl would just egg something on and then be like, like just standing there, like rubbing his little hands, like making a bet and being like. Yeah, that's my friend there, and like, trying to make money off of him at the same time. <laughs> All right, so Raul, fittingly, you are jailed for one d four days at the end of the downtime on charges of disorderly conduct and disturbing the peace. You can pay a fine of ten gold to avoid jail time, or you can try and resist arrest. Who, or I'll, or I'll us? let you spend a Benny to get a different result. It's just for Raul. Just for Raul. Yeah. Damn. All right. Uh, I know he would resist arrest because he hates the cops, but where do I spend a Benny? You can just spend one. All right. I'm spending one. All right. <laughs> and I'll actually, I need to get that particular thing set up. I'll figure that out later. Actually, I can do this because I have the power. <laughs> the power. I have the power. Oh my God. He's got a sword. <laughs> So with spending a Benny, you are instead, you have a, a night of absolute drunken revelry at the, uh, the Teal Atiuch 
I think that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> I, uh, I always pronounce it Atyuk. Uh, they're hideous garbage monsters. It's <laughs> <laughs> literally and, what they are. And you have a you have a horrendous oh. night of of drunken revelry, and you come to consciousness in the middle of, as far as you can tell, in the middle of no, in some random back alley in the middle of Seoul. Uh, you don't know how you got there, and you've been robbed of. Also, <gasps> you should add gold to your sheet because you're about to lose some. You should add uh, the five hundred. Oh, I don't have well, that five hundred. I have the thousand. In <laughs> so my... you have a thousand gold. Yeah. So, oh right. my god. Hang on. Six. Money. Here we go. Cool. You're robbed of fifty gold. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I thought it was going to be. I mean, that's still a lot, but that's not as bad as it could have been. Okay. You guys just happen to be loaded because you've had a very, very expensive diamond that you stole from this guy. <laughs> yes. And there, there is a, a single note in your pocket, and it says. Uh, Thank you for the good time. I had a wonderful evening. If you want, stop by my shop. A few. I have a, a few new tools I would like to, ha- I would like your aid in, uh, testing. And it's signed Dr. Candace Mayhew. And there's a, an address down by the docks. Well, I imagine Raw would have it in his pocket since Doc doesn't exactly. I don't think Doc would have pockets. Well, no, it's, it's in Raw's pockets because okay. we're the one that passed out drunk. Oh, I'm the okay. Cool. Yeah, no, Doc. Doc is fine. <laughs> Doc saw the whole thing. Doc saw you run off with some um, halfling woman with uh, blonde hair with a single streak of red dyed in it, with this like long lab coat stained with various fluids. <laughs> oh. um, alchemical concoction wise, not, oh. not. Let's not get dirty here. Uh, oh. We're no. talking, we're talking like sulfur and bleach and maybe some ammonia. God, she must smell awful. Uh, definitely <laughs> some beer with these like classic mad scientist goggles that are like well, pushed up on top of her head. Well, I, I guess someone smelling like that's Rawls' cup of tea since he probably smells gross too. <laughs> oh, see, that's the thing. All the trash smell that you have carefully cultivated over your years is gone. You smell. Like fresh lemons, which is weird because you think you would have gotten drunk and gotten sick on yourself. But and he looks down and his clothes are all clean. He's like, what? Yep, they're all they're all freshly clean and pressed. What happened to me? <laughs> like it's not supposed to be this way. And strangely, you don't have a hangover. You don't remember what happened, but you don't have a hangover. Well, I imagine Raw would just be in total confusion, but also like, all right, this is kind of great. Aside of my smell not being the way that I would prefer it. And then I think he would like probably look for Doc. So that way they could go find out what or who Dr. Mayhew is. You realize very quickly that you're very, very lost. And then you re- you recognize one of the, the hooded figures that are the Cabbage Men. And, and tales, wild, uh, exaggerated tales have been told of your, your previous caper. And uh, he directs you to the park, and you, you figure out where you are after 10 or 20 minutes or so. Okay, cool. So what's Doc doing in the park? What's what's Doc doing? Doc's being Doc. Yeah, Um. currently he's having a very loud argument with a cat. Um, and the cat's being loud. Mostly, mostly about uh, property lines, and that Doc can trim this tree if he wants to. It's on his property. 
and the cat is hissing at him angrily. Well, comes okay. Up. You know what, Jeremy? If you're going to be like this, I just can't talk to you right now. And, and the cat's actually in the tree, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Raul comes up and is just like, so, uh, Jeremy's, what is the word when people, like, they they don't want a thing to happen, like, they don't want their house take, like, you know, tore down, but they just kind of, like, tie themselves to, a tr- like, their house? You know what I'm talking about, right? Protesting? Yeah. Well, is it just protesting or is it something different? Being Never obstinate? Mind. Never mind. It is protesting, I guess. It's like, oh, is Jeremy protesting you uh, trimming that tree again? Well, you know what? If he did it like the Homeowners Association asked, I wouldn't have to. Uh, all right. Doc, the, well, cat, uh, the cat gives up and curls up for a nice nap. <laughs> Ross just like, hey, uh, Doc, uh, since, the, since the cat doesn't look like it's leaving anytime soon, I have this, uh, this letter from... Uh, this uh, lady, Dr. Mayhew, it says uh, she wants to like test some stuff out uh, or address, what was it, address some of the equipment? I don't know. Let's go. I was she just... had some experiments that she wanted you to be the, her guinea pig for, basically. <laughs> she uh, needs to test these this equipment. You want to go check this out with me? Yeah, sure. You know, I knew a bunch yeah. of rabbits who went in for some experimentation, you know, acted as guinea pigs. And guinea pigs are terrible guinea pigs. Look, don't talk about guinea pigs. My best friend's a guinea pig. Listen, all of us have a best friend that's a guinea pig. They're delightful. That doesn't mean they're good to experiment on. Look, Wilper was the best friend. And Doc- Don't mess with me. Um, <laughs> you, you immediately recognize the fact that Raul is wearing clean, fresh-pressed clothes. His fur is nice and, and clean and combed, and he smells like fresh lemons. Hey, did you go to a laundromat? <sighs> don't worry about it. Okay. When really, Raul is thinking, I don't know how this happened to me. <laughs> you got drunk and ran off with a crazy scientist obsessed with new technology. <laughs> he doesn't remember all of it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, you make your way to the docks. Uh, it's not it's not that hard. She gave you the address, after all. And uh, is Seoul uh, a seaside city? No. It's uh, it- right in the middle of the country. It actually doesn't have, it has an underground river. Uh, it has the rail yard, which is where all the shipments and stuff come in and out. Where does the river go? Underground. Yes. Oh, like- oh, it, it runs uh, north to south, or northwest to southeast. So does it lead to like a lake or like... No, nah, it leads right to the ocean. Cool. So it's actually right by the underground uh, river is where this workshop is. Or I was like, God damn it, this is where the lizard people live. I hate coming down here. So we're down in the sewers? Yeah, yeah basically. For, well, you're not in the sewers, but you're you're basically right on top of one of the main access points. We're all kind of like, well, I do know a lot of people down here, so and uh, that. You're basically in front of what appears to be a modest-looking alchemist shop standard material of the of the time, which I'm assuming is some sort of granite. And uh, there's a fine wooden door. You hear from what sounds like inside the sound of not really power tools, because power tools aren't really a thing, but you hear the sound of, of, of some tinkering being had and some 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 chemicals being brewed. Alright. This looks like it's the place. And there's it definitely sounds like it. The there's an open window which smells vaguely of burning. We're all just kinda Knocks on the door. 
nothing happens. This make a notice check. A notice check? Hang on. Should, um, well, I guess Doc should make a notice check. It's a five. You see what appears to be a, a, a round button? Doc mm-hmm. notices it as well, uh, right next to the door frame. I feel like Raul would just kind of reach out to go push it, and Doc would be like, Oh, look, a button! And then push it really quick before Raul has a chance. And you, hear, and you hear a loud... You hear a, a, a shout from within. Hold on, I'll be just a moment! And you wait, and you wait, and you wait for what feels like forever, but it's probably actually just like three to five minutes. And the door opens, and uh, you see a... A halfling woman, about three and a half-ish uh, feet tall, with uh, long blonde hair with a few streaks of uh, red dyed in, with a long white lab coat stained with, again, various different caustic chemicals, with these almost what look like welding goggles or like chemistry goggles that the, the dye... Uh, the glasses dyed like a red color. And actually, I have a token for her. But that's what she looks like for the audience. And generic human. Also, I would like to mention that we are again using... Uh, uh, how do I pronounce her name again? Uh, Yuikami. Yuikami's uh, art. So this is approximately what she looks like. And uh, you can see that she has what appears to be some sort of hand crossbow. Uh, at her side, and she currently has a, a vial of some sort of red tincture, basically in bandoliers along her coat. Hi, I don't know what I'm doing here. Hey, Raul, it's good to see you again. Good to see you too. This is my friend Duck, and this is David. She goes, looks at David, and says, "Oh dear, have you been turned into a wolf?" I think he's always been a wolf. Raul just. Looks very confused as he's only known David as a dire wolf. I mean, he's was, he was a smaller wolf at one point, but I think he was just a baby. She shrugs and goes, oh, oh well, wasted opportunity. Um, nice to meet you all. Uh, haven't we already met? But I had well, yes, you, your... you have met, but I haven't met your friend. Your oh, friends. all right. Just just double checking. Yeah, we yeah. Remember, we were at the, uh, we were at the deal, uh, what's all... Ugh, the trash monster, the teal trash monster. Ugh. And yeah. uh, you had a little too much to drink, and I felt like you couldn't really walk home, so I brought you back here, and I, I cleaned you up, and uh, I got to test with my, my new my, my new wa- washing machine that I'm trying to patent, and uh, this new fragrance spray. I also tested some, uh, I hope you don't mind, um, this new concoction I have to help prevent hangovers. Uh, still can't fix the memory loss, apparently, but, uh, hey, at least, th- did it work? Did, did, did you have a hangover? I, I didn't have a hangover. Okay. I, I don't. Do you remember me? Yeah! I don't. We're all just kind of like... It's a lie. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> In theory, you're good at those. Yeah. Well, In theory. Oh. It took me a uh, second. She believes that you remember. An 11 is a pretty good uh, roll. She got a 5 and you got an 11. <laughs> Ross just kind of like, yeah, I, I remember all that. And just like kind of does that, I don't know how to describe it, just that smile where you're just kind of like, yeah, sure. Please, God, don't notice I'm lying. <laughs> yes, that smile. <laughs> Doc goes, uh, a washing machine? 
Man. Yeah, it's a machine that washes. I know a lot of people who would pay a lot of money for that. Well, that's why I'm I'm working on patenting it. That's got some issues, though. What kind of issues are they? Well, I had to redye your clothes. They came out pink. Raul just looks down at his clothes, imagining if they were pink, and is like, is just like, oh god. Thanks for redying those for me. Pretty sure that my uh my friends would uh would wonder what happened to me. Just uh don't wash them in uh bleach, please. That'll make them pink again. Raul, not knowing what bleach is, is like no problem. Oh, it's this weird caustic. Uh, I don't know how to describe it to you. Uh, come on in. And you get the sense that she's got this awkward mad scientist vibe going on around her. That's so awesome. We're all just kind of like Ambles and Doc. I imagine David would be behind. Mm-hmm. And you are clearly in what is some sort of alchemist's workshop. You vaguely <coughs> recognize the smells um, that you've also smelled from Flint's workshop just hanging out back there. But there's also what appears to be some sort of mechanist's table, uh, and there's there's bits and pieces of uh, uh, basically bronze uh, armor plating with rivets. It's like, so over here is the washing it's, machine. Uh, over here is my workbench. I'm currently trying to build new forms of automata, trying to patent some of that stuff. Uh, and over here is my crossbow tinkering uh, bench, and over here is my little medicine uh, production facility. My drug lab, you could call it. It's my drug lab. Oh, cool. Drugs. <laughs> We're all just like, I, uh... Do you have those mushrooms that make you see stuff? Um, I have some in storage, but I don't really have much of a use for them in their raw form. I'm I'm trying to, to make some sort of, um... Mild. Well, no, not synthetic. I'm just, I'm trying to m- reduce the side effects, you know? Of the mushrooms? Yeah, yeah. they make you real sick. Uh, I mean, but, okay, that's... But because of the poison. Is the, uh, is the machine that I, I need you to test for me. And you see what is clearly what appears to be some sort of, uh, IV system, where, like, there's, like, a needle on the end. And uh, oh she's like, yeah, I'm trying to, to make horseshoe crabs, you see? Um, they, they, uh, they have this really cool blood that does uh, awesome things to your, uh, well, you know about germs, don't you? No. We're all just kind of like, Oh, well, no. uh, you see, there's, there are these invisible demons that attack your body and make you sick. So uh, I found a way to, like bolster your your like your body's guardsmen that fight these demons uh with horseshoe crab blood but uh well i need to test to make sure it works so we're all just looks very unsure of this and is just and it's it's at this point you probably believe she's insane yeah but we're all kind of like so back to the washing machines oh that's easy just i mean honestly some basic lie no is it lye? Lye is used to clean. Lye is used for soap, yeah. Yeah. No, borax. Borax is what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The borax kid. It's like, yeah, just uh, throw some borax into a, a blender and uh, turn it into a liquid. And uh, pour it in uh, a swirly water machine. Bam, okay. clean clothes. You need a financial backer for that. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Pretty much everybody thinks I'm crazy, and, and no one will sponsor the. Uh, yeah, I know uh, what it feels like for everybody to think you're crazy. Nobody, nobody will sponsor my uh, my inventions. Well, I could um, sponsor that. I know. Like, we're all kind of thinking, God, there would be a lot of suckers up there that would spend so much money for this. And he was like, you could even sell that uh, that liquid stuff that goes in there, too, with your washing machine. You really think so? Yeah. Yeah, you could we're mush all- up some flowers in there and make it smell pretty. Yeah. That's a... She, 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 like, pulls out a notebook and begins, like, scribbling down Frank. No, she doesn't have a notebook. She goes to this... A giant scratch paper board and begins scribbling notes on it. <laughs> and Rawls just like, yeah, Doc knows all the best flowers too. He hangs out in the parks and the woods. Hey, what did you say to me? Get back here! Doc dives after a mouse under a table and knocks a bunch of stuff over. Ooh, um, oh, no. Make an athletics t- or what? no agility. Why would you do that? Make an agility roll. I'm gonna spend a penny because <laughs> that was a two. God. Well, oh. that's all the bennies I'm willing to spend. Um, oh my god. So, you accidentally knock over several alchemical fluids, which uh, begin to immediately burn your clothes and skin, and you take uh, four points of acid damage. Oh my god. Well, luckily, my toughness is six. So, you are unharmed, but your clothes now have some holes in them, and your skin is red and irritated. As you knock over these vials, and there's a clink, clink, crash, and there's this, like, Ooh. spilling of fluid. Man, I'm real itchy. I'm gonna go take a bath in the fountain, and Doc just rips his clothes off, because they're mostly holes now. Rawls like, hang on, hang on, why? <laughs> and as- I, I, He asked the doctor. Sorry, I feel like he would be like, Doc, you've got- or Doc, the doctor, whether she has something. Hey, Doc, do you have a bathroom? No, I don't have a bathroom. Not you, the other Doc. <laughs> yes, that's why I got confused. I was like, wait a minute, they're both Doc. <laughs> In a way. Please, call, call me call me Mayhew. Hey, Mayhew, do you have anything to kind of help his skin not be so itchy? Yeah. And she, she pulls one of the, the vials off of the bandolier, uncorks it, and is like, Hey, Doc, come over here. This okay. And she, she begins pouring it on the uh, the irritated patches of skin, and uh, the skin begins to lighten, and it, it stops itching, and it clears up. Wow, thanks. All right, well, I'm going to go get some pants. Well, I was ah. like, hang on. She can actually wash your pants in that washing no, machine. Doc ripped them off. <laughs> Never mind, he did rip them off. Oh, God. I haven't got the automatic sewing machine working yet. You think I would. You think that would be easier than the washing machine, but eh, it's not really where my interest lies. Rawls like, I mean... And I need to mark off PowerPoints. <laughs> I feel like... I feel like Raw would actually buy him pants, though. Because where is he going to get pants other than the trash can? Well, b- before you leave to go buy pants, uh, Dr. Mayhew goes to her, her, her blood machine. She opens up the panel to make sure she has enough supplies. And, uh, there's like this bag with like these little droplets of blue on it, but it's, it's mostly empty. Dang it. I knew I needed to go get more horseshoe crab blood. Wait a second. Wasn't there that, uh, you, you, you guys go on hand. You, you do w- whatever it is you're doing. I should do some more research real quick. Hold on. And she starts rummaging around through her lab looking for something. Okay. okay. Well, Doc, let's get you some pants. All right. He's not naked, is he? Oh, he's naked. He's oh definitely God. naked. All right, Doc, you're going to have to- is definitely ogling the heck out of him. Oh, God. Uh... In between <laughs> frantically searching for notes. <laughs> I can't bring Doc through the city naked, so- 
Um, oh, I have lab coats. Thank you. Doc, put this on. And she directs you to a closet so, that's filled with nothing but lab coats. The question and, like, is, are they uh, lab coats sized for a halfling? Well, see, that's the thing. Every lab coat she wears is like five sizes too big. Oh, okay. So yeah, Doc puts it on. And uh, Rawl's like, all right, man, you're going to have to actually button that up. It's it's not really doing anything unless you button it up. It doesn't button. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it, just, like, it just like slides over is all it does. <laughs> Doc oh. puts it on backwards so it's just his butt exposed. <laughs> All right, man, that's that's a little bit better. Let's go. Okay. Ross is shaking his head and is like, "We've got to get this man some pants." And you you buy pants. Yes. Let's, let's deduct a single gold and you buy pants. All right, cool. Let me do that. Doc, you now have pants. And um, <laughs> I'm assuming you make a way back to the lab. Yes. To further discuss this patenting of the washing machine. Yes. As you arrive back in the lab, it's it's currently right around, uh, I want to say, 3 o'clock in the evening, because you had enough time to get drunk and then wake up later. And and as you arrive back into the house, uh, she's got this big book in front of her, and she's like, yes, 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 I found it, I found it. And then the door's locked again. Like, you can hear her frantically exclaiming from inside. Rao actually just reaches up and pushes it. Oh, and she's like, oh, yes, yes, yes. And she goes and, and unlocks it and opens it. Pretty immediately this time. It's like, I found it! I found it! Ah, cool, you have pants now. Good. You'll, you, you'll need that where we're going. Um, uh, what do you know about, uh, mechanics or horseback riding or have, have you, have you ever driven anything or, or, or directed a horse anywhere or, or done any boating or sailing or anything like that? Nope. I feel like Doc would be the only one who has possibly led a horse anywhere. Well, that's fine. I know how to do that. Uh, part, uh, at least. Uh, if there's one uh, thing I know, you can get a horse drunk, but once they're drunk, all they do is talk about their relationship with their mother, and it's never good. And she's, <laughs> and she's just like, uh... Alright, uh, buddy. Uh, well, uh, uh, how good are you all in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a stab-stab, or, or a bashy-bash, or a shooty-shoot, as they like to call it? Yeah, I mean, I'm good at that. Wh- who's they? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm good at, I'm good at punching people. And David's really good at biting, but he doesn't really like to fight. Isn't that right, buddy? And David just, like, gets he's a crazy like chilling looking. on the floor. Yeah, he's just chilling out. He wakes himself up because he farts. And she, <laughs> she throws him a bag of dog treats. <laughs> that are multicolored. And if you were Dave, or if, if you were David, they would taste like the animal they're meant to be. So, like, one of them is, like pork tasting, the other one's like cow tasting, one is like venison tasting. Doc reaches down, grabs one, and eats it, and goes, yeah, this is pretty good. It, it, it is pretty good. And she's like, uh, so, uh, I need I need more horseshoe crab blood for the machine. Um, I found... Blood for the blood machine. Yes, exactly that. Uh, <laughs> I found, uh, well, I found a location. Uh, it's not too far from here. Uh, you guys read maps? Yes. Sure. And she goes and uh, basically sketches out uh, what appears to be the underground river of the sewer system <laughs> leading directly to the ocean. And it's about five or six miles out off the coast. And she circles. It's like, here, that's where we need to go to. 
All right. And Rawls, Rawls kind of like, he, he's like, all right, Doc, you're going to be better at actually reading this, but I'm going to hang on to it for a little bit. Okay, man? Yeah, sure. And Rawls like, Rawls asks a little bit more. He's like, so uh, what are we, what are we actually doing to get this horseshoe crab blood? Well, we have to kill the great red one first. The great red one? Yes, the great red one. Have you, have you, have you not? I've have only heard read, rumors. I have you got not a read nine uh, on a common knowledge check? Let me see. Ha, ha, have you not read Morbi Vic? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Morbid Vic. Um, what was the okay common knowledge? I just where's that at? It's under skills. It ah, should be there a we skill go. You have yeah. I got a five. All right. Um, with a five, you know that there's a. There's rumors of a giant crab that, that lives at the bottom of the ocean that many people, uh, have attempted to hunt just for the, for the consolation prize and being able to say, Hey, I killed this giant thing. But most people don't seem to be able to do it. They either get lost at sea or they simply can't find the thing. With the nine, Doc has heard through his various channels i guess you could say (laughs) Um, it may just be him being crazy but that there is in fact a giant crab that lives in a a cavern at the bottom of the ocean well very well not the ocean ocean but at a a drop-off shelf we're all like i knew it was real oh yeah it's just one of those things people people. dismiss as like not being real like you know cotton eye joe the adultery demon (laughs) Or the lizard people. <laughs> Specifically Cotton Eye Joe. Listen, Raul, I keep telling you, lizard people are real. They're just not invading the government. Or that or that weird cult in the uh, railway yard. Like to have fun times, adult fun times. <laughs> Raul's just like, Doc, they are trying to invade the government. I don't know how many times I have to tell you, but they are. Oh yes, they're very real. I talked to them on a few occasions. See? She's even spoken to them. I don't... Like, Ross is kind of like, where'd you speak to them? Like, and, to she's, and she's like, well, I mean, I, I have my submarine parked in the sewers. You have a submarine? Well, how else are we going to get to the bottom of the ocean? Oh my god, this is cool. Um, I would like to make a common knowledge roll at minus two to see if I know what a submarine is. <laughs> I do not. I got a, I got a, two, a three. And she Went just wrong? goes into this rant about, like, you know the apparatus of Kowalsh and, like, how that was made and how that functions? Well, I basically made that, but just the underwater function. Well, and Doc goes, like, I don't know what that is. And well, she's like, that's fair. It's a pretty, it's a pretty, uh, Mayhew's just like, that's a pretty, uh, pretty rare thing. I don't blame you for not knowing that. Well, Doc, we get to go actually ride in one of these things. You ready? Yeah, okay. Rawl knows. Raw makes Should common I? knowledge roll as well, because that's <laughs> this is a very you're not wrong. Hang on, look, you're in basically the equivalent of the 1800s. Like submarines are not. I got a things. Well, you know that it probably means has something to do with under the water, just based on how the word is constructed. But as far as that goes, you're not sure. <laughs> We're all kind of like, uh... you're assuming it's some sort of underwater machine. All right, well, we're all just kind of like, all right, Doc, we get to go figure out what one of these things are. Oh, cool. David's coming with us, right? Well, obviously. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, how does he deal with tight spaces? Ah, uh, he'll be fine. And can he swim? Yes. For that matter, can you swim? Probably. 
I don't. Can Brawl swim? I'll pack extra life vests. I mean, okay. yes, because they, they changed the swimming skill to athletics. So mm-hmm. as long oh. as you have a decent athletics, okay. yes. And unless you have a uh, uh, penalty. Well, yeah, Rawls, Rawls naturally paranoid, so I don't... He's going to be like, tight spaces? Well, yeah, I didn't have enough materials to make, like, a really luxurious one. It's it's, it's fairly utilitarian, but hey, it works. The first of its kind. Rawls just is kind of wide-eyed and just kind of like unsure but he's like okay you'll be fine i have these life vests for you they just you pull the button and then they they inflate with air it's great okay we're making i mean are you gonna make money off this machine well i mean it could save countless lives okay but this is is this in the form of payment of some sort look if you go and help me get the the, because as we know healthcare should also be tied to how much money you can pay Oh, God. No, hush. Rawls just a schemer. This makes me feel so gross now. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I guess you will technically be being my bodyguards for this venture. Uh, so shall we say... Uh... Well, Rawl, if she dies, she can't make more of those uh, oh, washing never machines. Mind. Never mind. All right. We got our patent that's pending. We got to protect you. Let's go. Okay, then. Get get paid with patent money, not bodyguard money. (laughs) And uh, she just, like, presses a button, and the floor in the middle of her lab just opens. And, like, this spot on the floor, which was painted with a a pretty obvious big red X, just opens up. And there's this little stairwell that, like, curls downward. And as it opens, the scent of uh, uh, parsley... And uh, Rosemary gets, like, jettisoned into the air. And just as it is, you smell this horrible smell of human refuse. Oh, no. And you're guessing that this leads pretty much directly to the sewers. And she has some sort of system in place to make it not smell god-awful. And with that, that is the end of this particular episode of Rawls uh, Adventures. Is that what we're calling it? I don't know. Placeholder name, TBD. (laughs) Uh, no, that's the name. <laughs> Eli, what are your pluggables? Well, you can usually find me on all social media at Royal Artisan Props or Royal Props. And if you don't, then, uh, you know, come find me. Don't come find me unless you want to find me on social media. Um, I'm on all social medias now. Like It's Am Cosplay Clean. It's all one word. That's how you can find me. And uh, I have a YouTube channel, technically a Facebook page, but that's just for the YouTube channel, um, which is Aerosil Space Prime. That is E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E, where I have various Let's Plays uh, that I play. Uh, all kinds of games, uh, always at least one role-playing game, sometimes other things. Um, but I like RPGs. In case you couldn't tell, you're watching a RPG podcast, so you might like those as well. So, and uh, that's my pluggables. I believe that's everything. Yes. No. Yes. I'm waiting for confirmation. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for stopping by for this part of our adventure. This podcast is part of the We Play RPGs network. You can learn more about We Play RPGs at weplayrpgs.com, on all social media at We Play RPGs, 
And if you support this podcast on patreon.com slash weplayrpgspodcast, you can always find wonderful merch at tpublic.com. Just search for WePlayRPGs. Anyway, bye!